As we said earlier, today is our first Sunday in the Advent season for 2020. Advent focuses on the preparation of our hearts as we get ready for the coming of Christ on December 25th. And today we are looking at hope. And hope is a really hard thing for us to kind of put into perspective. As I talked about earlier before we prayed, this was a really tough week for me to be hopeful. What does hope look like for us in the midst of uncertainty? What does hope look like for us when things seem shaky? What do we understand about hope? We read earlier from our text in Hebrew chapter six, and I just want to take a couple of seconds to to dive into some of the things that we can grasp from that passage. First thing that stuck out to me very clearly is the hope in the promise that God has made to us. You see, the Bible tells us that God is not a man that he should lie. So when he promises something to us, we can be sure that he is going to deliver. You see, the promise that God made to us was the promise of his son, Jesus Christ. If we go back in the book of Isaiah, it's clear to us God prophesies that he is going to send Jesus as his son, this the Messiah, to save us from the sin and the punishment that we so justly deserve. See, that's the promise. That's the hope that we anticipate for Christmas, that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, to be the savior of the world. What does that hope look like for us today? What does it look like for us as we hope for God to do things in our lives, as he promises things that he's going to do for us? Things that we've heard in prayer, things that we've heard in our secret place, things that we've heard in our time alone with him. The thing that often comes up for us is we have an expectation of what God will do. You see, hope in God isn't about the fact of how God will show up. It's about the simple fact that God will show up. And we as Christians have to have a spirit of anticipation, not expectation. You see, when we have expectations, we come with our own agendas, our own thoughts, our own plans, our own preconceived notions of what we believe God should do. But when we come with anticipation, that means we are just ready for God to show up. You know, if you have children and you spend a long day out, your child is often waiting in anticipation at the door. And they aren't expecting anything, just that you will be there and you will grab them with open arms. They are anticipating the love that they will feel. In that same way, we as believers have to have the hope that God will, not how God will. Show up with anticipation, not with expectation. Hope has to be rooted in faith. And what does the book of Hebrews in chapter 11, what does it say? It says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. See, what that means is that we must believe in the promise of God. That if God has promised something to us, if God has said to us through his word or through the Holy Spirit that he is going to do something, we must have the hope, the faith to believe that he's going to come through. Even when it seems like things won't match up, things don't line up, things won't measure up, things seem impossible. See, faith goes beyond possibility. And when we get to the place of understanding 
that our faith must be rooted in who God is and what he's able to do, it becomes easier for us to hope because we can hope knowing that if we are in line with who God is, that he will hold his promises to us. But lastly, hope requires action. It can't just be this inward belief. There must be an outward display of the hope that you have. I'm reminded of, of Mary after she was uh, approached by the angel Gabriel and they said, yo, you about to have Jesus. You about to, you about to bear the Messiah who's gonna, who's, gonna, who's gonna save the world from sin. There wasn't this sense of Mary just sitting idly by. It required action. There was steps, there was preparation. She had to leave one place and go to another place out of fear that, the, the, that, that Jesus himself would have been killed by those who wanted to take him out. There was action behind the hope. She knew that she carried the hope of glory inside her, so she had to act before she could see that hope played out. If we jump back to the book of Jeremiah in 29, we often focus on the, the verse 11 where it says, well, I know the plans that I have for you, plans not to harm you and prosper you, but to give you a hope and a future. But we fail to recognize some of the things that come before it. If we read some of the preceding verses, there's action that precedes the hope. God gives clear instructions for people to do things. And as he is doing things, he will be doing, as they are doing things, he will be doing things on their behalf, behind the scenes. You see, hope requires action. So as we focus on this Christmas message today, on this reflection of what hope looks like, ask yourself, are you believing that God will, not how he will? Is your hope rooted in faith, the understanding of God's character and his ability? And are you moving to action because of the hope that you have? I pray that's your prayer this morning. I wish I had more time to jump into this. I had a full message planned out, but we're going to hold it right there for today. May your heart be filled with the hope of who Jesus is. May your heart be illuminated by the hope his presence brought to mankind on that on that on that on that night when he was born. Let your hope spur you to action. And may you find hope even now in this season. God bless you.